Very good. And for the last um, series that we had on excellence in Dubai, how 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 earth shaking and world transforming was that for you? For me, it was it was definitely a, a big confirmation. You know, there's it brought home to me the fact that sometimes we have these thoughts at different stages in our life, and for every reason, um, self doubt, um, lack of courage, fear, we don't act upon them. And to um, for what we encountered in our last series in terms of just making a move, if you have something to do, just do it. <laughs> um, and really also what it also drove home to me was the fact that it pays to do things as a collective. Everyone can shine in their own way, but it definitely pays to do things as a collective. So definitely a lot to think about there, brother, definitely. And it was very refreshing, was it not, to see so many of our people yeah who have left the West yeah. and have established themselves in the UAE and are now just like, you know, individuals standing at the top of a building and just pulling people up so that yeah. others can be just exposed because, you know, the UAE might ne not necessarily be the final destination, but it's a step, you right. know, out of <laughs> right. an environment that generally is not, very best suited to, to, to our requirements or to our ultimate objectives, you know, because just to live somewhere because your parents, yeah. you know, lived there and emigrated, not necessarily the best reason for your life. No. You know, most of us who live in the UK, we're here because our parents were invited after the Second World War under the guise that there was opportunity, but there really was just buildings that were bombed, that needed right. rebuilding, and an infrastructure that needed reconstruction. And the labor force that was in the Caribbean and in Africa, obviously the former colonial powers invited our parents. So our parents came here with a view of raising some money and going back home, they got stuck. They gave birth to many of us, and hence too many of us see living in the West as our destiny, where it might not necessarily be so. So I like the fact that that last series helped us, mm. you know, to segue back into exploration, if you will, of a planet that is vast, you know, and will accommodate us if we have the, the, the metal, if you will, or if we have the, 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 the strength of character to, as our parents did, you know, start afresh mm. here in Europe, we can start afresh in Asia, in the Far East, yeah. in the Middle East, in the Caribbean, and in Africa. So that's, that brings me to our discussion today, where we're exploring China, Asia, the Far East. And, you know, too many of us as a people, when we look at history, we say, oh, the original Arabs were Black, the original Chinese were Black, the original Europeans were even Black. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we say Black people were everywhere. Well, mm -hmm. if that's the case, we can find them in the history book. But the question mm -hmm. is, can we find them, <laughs> you know, in today's, not books, but presents, right. you know, can we yeah. go to these places and find people who look like us? Uh, certainly, we find a lot of persons who are from, um, 
Asia, in the Caribbean and in Africa. But we're on a quest now to find some of our people <laughs> who are actually now in Asia. So in just having a little look at um, the history and you know the aspects of how we relate to um, particularly China, you know, I don't know if many of you know, but China is Africa's leading trading partner, not the World Bank or, you know, an amalgamation of different nations. China, they're the number one um, trading partners of, of Africa. And China obviously has had longstanding relations in Africa and in the, the Caribbean um, and a, a very powerful um, um, note that I was looking at was the China Development Bank. The Chinese Development Bank, it literally does more business globally than the World Bank. You know, that's a big thing, right? Mm -hmm. So therefore, if there is investment capital that is available, then we've got to also learn to structure ourselves to take advantage of this capital that is available. And another very interesting statistic that I looked at in regards to the US versus China, is you know, the, the Chinese economy is the fastest growing economy in the world and it's set and scheduled to overtake the US by 2013. And obviously the pandemic has slowed down right. its, its thrust. However, it is scheduled to overtake the US by 2030. But the, a much more uh, important statistic than just their the rate of growth is the, the level of, 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 or the amount of their people who'd have been able to pull up out of poverty. You know, they have one point, just under 1.4 billion um, Chinese, you know, in China, right? Mm -hmm. And um, with a population as, as vast as, as theirs, 1.4, billion uh, just under to 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 pull up <laughs> that vast amount of people or persons out of poverty is a massive undertaking and they've been able to to multiply the minimum wage from generally a thousand dollars a month to now four thousand plus gain onto 5,000. So their middle class has just right. like expanded, you know, and their poverty level is less per capita than it is in the United States of America. So they've got less poor people in China now than you do, have in, than you do in the United States, you know? So all of that to say they've done a heck of a job for those who are living in China to actually be able to enjoy some of the benefits of the growth of the country because as you know generally in western countries the wealthier just get wealthier yeah. and the poorer just gets poorer and there's no middle <laughs> you're either this or you're that <laughs> and most are that <laughs> okay so with that said um, it gives me great pleasure this evening to introduce one of our own one of our sisters who have been in China for 14 years working in the field of education. She is originally from Zimbabwe and she has overcome many 
um, trials and you know faced many a circumstance in order to be able to be speaking to us this evening from China at 2 a.m. in the morning. This is a very special guest, our dear and beloved sister and Dr. Samantha, who is our special guest today. She's also an entrepreneur and she is flying the flag with that beautiful African garment in China. So let's welcome our dear sister and Dr. Samantha. Sibada, let's give her a big round of applause. Welcome, welcome to Spiritual welcome. Injection, Dr. Thank Dr. You. Samantha. Um, 